Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 219. Fat Fridays. It's a new benchmark. Yeah, well, it's... um. It's, it's just happened uh, naturally. Mm. It's evolved. We are currently sitting out the front of a Donut King. No sponsor. Not just any Donut King. It's the Donut King at Stud Park in yeah. Roeville. Well, how, how have we ended up here? Well, we had a shoot today in Cranbourne. It's not that often that we're in the southeast. No, this, I mean, this is quite far out from mm. where our HQ is, so... Yeah, we're making the most of it. Yeah, and so we're given that we were in the Burbs, we thought we'd take the opportunity to have the full Burb experience. Yeah, it is a funny thing having microphones sitting in a public place. I, I, I'm too out of it. Like, as in I'm too in the environment of doing this stuff and, and seeing it and being in the industry for too long where I can't grasp what... Punters people, would be what, thinking. Well, yeah, I can't grow. I'm a punter in most of my life, mm. but that's one area that I'm definitely not a punter. So I don't – the curiosity, like, that just drags your eyes along as they walk past just watching you. I'd just, be pretty curious about what's going on too. If I yeah, saw true. two guys – I definitely if I see a camera, if I see something going on, I'm like, what are they shooting? Do you think they're wondering because of some danger or some something nah. – no. Bad going on, or no. they're just thinking. Oh, I wonder what they're actually recording, what they're talking about. I think that the whole idea I, I, that I, terrorists I, use cameras and microphones yeah. is fucking dumb. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, that is true. So this place is like a it's like a mini shopping centre. It's the, a shopping centre, yeah. Well, it's a mini one in comparison to the big ones like Knox and yeah. um, Southland, yeah, Chadston. Sure. Uh, Bondi Junction, yeah. all of those places. So this is like a, a couple of like fruiteries, and it's pretty. There's these places. This would have been a dingy one back in the day. It's mm. kind of it's upmarket now, yeah. But it's still got some of that old sort of charm. It's got an old um, hair hair pro. It's called the Studio Hair Pro, i.e., get your fresh cuts mm-hmm. and just your chiselled lines. There's a bunch of teenage kids just waiting for their haircuts at the moment. But also like the the um, shoe repair shops. That have um, they sell pens as well. Yeah, and they do the um, the key cut, the key cutting. I mean, mm. they're so convenient to get your keys cut. But I can see Josh; they've got a Zippo lighter kit, and that's <laughs> what's nostalgia. It, what's, in a kit? what's what's the so in a Zippo lighter kit? Zippo is just the brand of the lighter. Yeah, uh, and and so it comes with the Zippo. But it also comes with some of the flint. Mm-hmm. What's flint? Flint is the bit that you actually that creates the spark. Okay. And so it's so you it's know like the a fuel. Source? No, well no. it's the it's the thing that lights the fuel. Okay. So it's the it's a spark. Okay, it's a spark. So you can okay. get it comes in like these. Picture like a grey lead pencil, one of the like the um, one of the ref, ref, refillable ones. Yep, so like yep. so you just slide the piece of grey lead in. You can uh-huh. pump it out a bit. So it's a similar thing. It has these little bits of flint, and then it's got the fuel. But my brother had one and I just remember like the elder brother having the thing that you just like that is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen because you could make them the flames quite big as well couldn't you well you can I can't remember I don't remember you can do that with lighters but these are like you put the fuel into the bottom mm-hmm. and then it's like a it's like a very old school lighter I remember using one at my Nana and Pa's like I think that they like once they've lost 
their spark, they're still a fun toy for some reason. Oh, yeah. Like, because you just flick them or something? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So, you, you held them and it's almost like a click and yeah. you can open them. There's tricks that people do with it. But there is one other thing. And this show is just pretty much based on observations today. Yeah. Um, but I am seeing a – it's like – it's a flyer it's, that's stuck up on Donut King. Oh. What's the flyer? Can you see it? It says PCW Wrestling Iron Man Lucas Daniels versus Mark Cage. Yeah. So Are you a, fucking kidding me? Do you is know what there, it is? Is it like wrestling in the burbs? Oh, my God. So – um, WWF, WWE, yeah. the big big stuff. Do you the know Rock. why WWF changed to WWE? Worldwide Federation. Um, yeah. Why? Um, I believe that there was a trademark uh, issue with WWF, which is the panda, like the environmental oh, yes, yes, thing, yes. which is why they changed it. So I um, I was a big fan of WWF as a kid. Yeah. Uh, in in Australia, yeah, probably late nineties, early two thousands, you could you could watch it. No, it'd be early two thousands. You could watch it on um, free to air television, but it was on really late at night, like after it was probably twelve thirty a.m. Oh, really? And I remember staying up to watch the wrestling, and I just made it. It was like I, I was so tuckered out. What was your favourite wrestler? Uh, well, I, I had... Like the Kane, was he on the... Uh, Hulk Hogan days, that was like pre... Isn't Hulk Hogan like, WWC? Yeah, that was real old school, but then when it came to... I think it was WWF, like um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, it was great. Undertaker. 316, I'm going to yeah, kick yeah, your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand what he's talking about there? No, I didn't. Had no clue. I just loved it. Just a bunch of men in, you know, small little outfits just jumping oh. around, beating the shit out of each other. And you think it's you think it's entirely real as a kid. Yeah. And it was always like – and I will say the wrestlers fucking beat themselves up. Like it is it's, – it's, but it's not like a UFC fight. It's mm. not full – I'm trying to be careful because I understand how hard it is. But I also know that it's it is not the UFC. It's it's staged and it's choreographed, but there is an element of danger to it. So they are fucking breaking chairs over each other's backs and shit. But when I was working for Triple M, um, the Rush Hour, yeah, which is a Melbourne-based afternoon show hosted by James Brayshaw and Billy on? Brownless. Uh, yeah, they've just changed time slots. They're like three to four okay. or two to th- four or something like that. And it's only, I think they're on during the sporting time of the the year, like footy season. Anyway, so what I'd do was I'd find stories. I had no idea what I was doing. They gave me this thing. They were like, yeah, we'll um, we'll give you a job. You can go out and do these segments. I never knew this about you. No, I haven't. Yeah, I probably haven't told you because it was almost the first thing. So the way I even got into working with the radio station was through getting a job through the rush hour. I was a segment contributor. So like they, you're like a roving reporter. Roving reporter. They pay. I, I was expecting yeah, they to pay? do it for what, free. What were they paying you? And he's like, "Oh no, we'll pay you hundred bucks a segment." Great. I was like, "Mate, hundred percent. I'm doing that. Hundred bucks. I'd invoice them." And I. But here's the catch. Um, yeah, can you go get us a story? So I'd have to go and do the, like I didn't no idea what I was doing. So I went off and I'd find these quirky things. I'd look on um, look on the internet. You know, like I did things like uh, the. What's it called? The rally, the um, Birdman rally at Moomba Festival. Is I that went, the where you jump off into the water? Yeah, no. yeah. I went to um, the Ice Bar in Melbourne. Oh yeah. So it was a bit of a man. Where about is the town. ice? Is that the one in Fitzroy? Uh, there is one out that way. This was in the city. 
What else did I go to? You know, like um, red carpet events. And what would you? How would you intro the bits? So it, it was actually great. I was I would come into the studio. Oh, that's cool. It was fucking amazing. And they would say, "We got our man about town, Tommy Jacket, in the studio." And, and who um, was who was on the show then? James and Billy. Oh, so, great. Um, JB, who used to host the footy show in a, yeah. in, in the Victoria the AFL footy show. Man about town, ago. Tommy Jacket's in. Yeah, Come man, on, mate. Tommy Jacket's here. Is, what's is, been happening? What's been happening, mate? And I was like, "Oh, Billy, JB, I'd, uh, I was out." You wouldn't believe it. There's it's very a, high status to have you in the studio. It was amazing. I fucking <laughs> lost it. But but it was just for a small time. Oh, it's a great opportunity. How many segments did you do? I think I did 12 in the end. That's right. 1,200? 1,200, mate. <laughs> Content crowd. Just man about town. How much time did you spend on each segment? Oh, way too much. <laughs> and what I was, was getting like, paid 10 bucks an hour. So you were. how long would the segments be? What was the format? Uh, segment would be three minutes, four minutes, and I'd go away and I'd um, create a, a bit yeah. and I'd sit with the audio engineer and he would um, cut it together. So I'd do vox pops. Yeah. So I'd you know, come up with a quirky angle and, um, and go out and sort of Sort of put, uh, have an idea of how I want the montage to go together, and then the audio engineer would stitch it all together for me, and I'd sit in there with him. He probably didn't want to have to do it, but he did it, and um, and then I'd come onto the show, and then they'd throw to it. So this is one that I didn't actually get up because I didn't get every one of them up. Would you produce? Would you get the hunji if you didn't get it up or no? Nah, nah. it was so hundred if it to- went on air. So you record the audio sometimes? Uh, yeah. And, but, and which You're not doing great. it for the coin. You're doing 100%. it because it's like it's a, a thing that every single time you get it up, it's a it's a good experience. Yeah. I was on Melbourne radio. Like heaps of people heard yeah. it, which was kind of cool. And so um, the wrestling thing, I thought, okay, here's this underground world of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think too much. Like that's all I kind of thought. Oh, that would be interesting. They actually do what is like on the big screen, you know, the WWE, WWF, they do this in Melbourne. What sort of venues? <laughs> so I got this, I found this place, I did the producing for it, I found the event organiser uh, who was also one of the wrestlers and I got in touch with him and he invited me and I was out like um, w- over the Westgate, like Thomastown, like out in the burbs, so mm, out of great. suburbs of Melbourne and it was in this like old hall, like um, Masonite hall, like some... Some weird old club hall. Yeah. Real dingy, right? And I got there. If you hear that noise, I think uh, oh, someone's that's the ordered- guy. He's cutting some keys. Oh, that's what it is. I thought someone yeah, was making got- a coffee at Donut King. I'm just having my keys cut. <laughs> it should be done by then. But so anyway, got to this event and I was there by myself. And I do a lot of these by myself. Sometimes I brought some friends just to keep me company for in between. And I didn't know what I was going to do at this. But I just... The reason I bring it up is because it was such an experience. It was like I walked into this world where you're seeing these grown-ups just fulfilling some childhood dream. It was the me watching the fucking wrestling as a kid, staying yeah. up late, but then taking it a little far. And it's all amateur. Total amateur. So it's like the stinkiest change rooms, yeah. the dudes in like um, short shorts, like shittiest bodies. Yeah, like. Right. Amateur, you not you haven't got your rocker, your John Cena, fucking epic rig. So you had like a little microphone. That I had would, a like a Zoom kit, like the Zoom H one. I had my um like a mic like this. Yeah, and I'd be in there 
No headphones. Did you have a triple M like mic flag yeah, I had or triple something? Triple M mic flag to give yeah. me a bit of clout. <laughs> and I just talked to these people, and I just remember feeling like it's almost like a. For some reason, I felt a bit of a deep sadness yeah. being in this environment where what it was happens like when you go underworld, you see some weird dudes. Yeah, and I and I say weird, and I don't mean like idiots or like yeah, just quirky. May, I, I am maybe judging them, but I'm also fascinated that these people have found this thing and it's like a little it's a community yeah you know, oh one was talking about his injuries you know I've been training too hard they're getting paid nothing was the was there a drinking culture around it no the people weren't drinking the athletes weren't the athletes drink, weren't drinking but the people were coming and so you're having this tone of uh, clientele that are rocking up they've got their you know drinking their jimmies as well so there is a it's like a canteen eating your hot chips it's like a local sporting event. We should go to one one night. I was thinking, not only could we go to one, maybe we could get you to play some sort of cameo role. <laughs> Would you be up for that? If like for a celebration of a big episode? I, I, yeah, I mean, I'd do it. It's just, it's. I just found it so bizarre, and I, I don't know if I want to be amongst that sweat and the stinkiness for, and all that effort. You're just coming in to, to do one bit. What about would you um, MC the night for them or something? I'd rather actually be in the ring. In the ring. You, okay. You'd love to MC it. Nah, I just feel like you got the hair to be able to MC, big <laughs> microphone, sort of the blazer. And so what, it never got up, never got on air. That segment, I don't. I think I was. I think I actually just recorded a few bits, and I was like, I'm not. I'm not getting anything. I've found that sometimes I can get into a negative spiral where I get there, and I'm like, can't get anything. Nah. Yeah. It's like, but in reflection, it was like... What were you expecting? I don't know. I was expecting... Maybe I, I wasn't expecting... I don't know what I was expecting. But what I didn't expect is what it was. And what it was was probably the angle for the segment, talking about how weird it was. It was probably but, more interesting. Which is more interesting, but yeah. I, had, I didn't have the, the perspective at that time. And I was probably a bit nervous that I didn't want to sort of shit on these people and yeah. say... How weird are these dudes who are doing this thing that just for no money? What sort of ar- what sort of questions were you asking them? Do you remember? Uh, were you finding out like what their previous job, like what their jobs are? Nah, so I guess is it like the doctor who you know? See, I didn't even have that perspective. I would have. I would. I used to come up with a line of questioning that I knew I could actually ha- make something out of. Yeah, it wasn't as like wide as that. Yeah, sure. Which makes sense to go sort of. But because if I went in now, going these are oh, this is a weird thing that these people are doing. Yeah, let's look into the people that they are Monday to Friday. Yeah, and then they come out as these characters on a Saturday. Where we should do is. something about that, don't you think? We could create yeah. some form of content. Yeah, I think I think it, there would be some quirky people that are like a, an accountant. Can you see what date that event is? Or that date Saturday, fifteenth of December. Okay, there's absolutely no chance I'm going to that. That's my wife's birthday. <laughs> I thought, isn't that a reason to double down? Real treat for Amy. Amy, we're going to the wrestling. What do you mean? Like the WWE? No. no like, do you think really think that would be her next question? Like the WWE? No, but maybe she was just thinking like uh, like the ones that are actually like famous, like The Rock. You're talking about like The Rock, the famous guy, the fam- most famous guy in the world. You know, we're talking uh, about the WWF yeah. thing and the uh, the trademark stuff oh yeah just yeah. reminded me of something i found out the other day yeah in and out so in and out burger best burgers in america yeah in the u.s amazing and they do pop-up 
shops in Australia. Yeah, right? I think I was mentioning it on um, when we were over in the States. They had that one that was like sold out in one hour. Yeah. It's in Paran or Windsor yeah, in, in Melbourne. And they've done them in Sydney. They do them all over the place. And every single time in and out happen, like they do the pop-up, I hear me, my all my mates, that we're all saying they're coming. Like, this is research. They're going to be here very soon. Well, this makes is the sense. Build. Yeah, why else would you do it? Yeah, what, well, why else? They haven't come here yet, though. Yeah, so uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine who's an, the intellectual property lawyer, and she was saying the reason that they do it is because to own the trademark um, of a, speci- a specific brand, yeah. you need to be actually doing some form of business in the country. So they do the in and out pop-ups as a way of having some showing the brand in the Australian market. Jeez. See, this is the thing. I wonder if any of the people who've been to it have tried in and out in America. Because mm. I would not. I want to know. Because if you'd think that if they're actually just doing it for that reason, yeah. that they need to do it well. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. If you if you're doing it for that reason alone, I'm sure they're losing money on it because yeah. they have to get like what produce are they using? Are they flying it out? You'd so many so. questions. I need answers. Surely we can find. Someone who can answer. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you've got any in and out burger scoops around the whole Australian thing. But or, I thought that was an interesting contacts. fact. Yes. Well, I'm fucking disappointed because I wanted in and out here yeah. in, in Australia. But you would probably. Do you think it would be something you'd eat a lot if it was here? Yeah. Well, with, with how many times I've eaten Maccas in the last couple of months? You brought it up. The, the, the um, <laughs> double quarter pounder. Jeez. You having them, what, once a week? Well, no, it's just there was once a week for two weeks and then uh-huh. before that maybe it was a month before that. Yeah. But I I went through, through a period of not eating McDonald's for so many years mm-hmm. and then Jimmy, Conspiracy Jimmy, me and him, we just love punching a few pints and then hitting Maccas. <laughs> it's so good. I think the people who bag out Maccas are probably ill-informed. Well, here's the thing. This is my um, realisation. And I've eaten the best burgers ar- around, uh-huh. I would think, at some of the most expensive places. Mm-hmm. Not like I, I think I've just gone to good restaurants, plus been to America where there's so many good burgers. McDonald's, it is crazy, the flavour. Like, if you look at it purely from a consistency of flavour like and the texture of when you're chewing it, it's... It's evil. It's like, if you think about it. Isn't it funny how that when we talk about McDonald's, that's the only way that we can speak about it? What, saying it's Like, evil? justifying us. Like, like, I know that they're... Are they that evil? Well, I mean, with... Ha- so, what, I guess what I'm describing is, the, is a perfect tasting burger. Perfect is subjective, but perfect meaning consistent, like soft... I think they've done this thing where they were looking at like what makes the best burger. It's like the how you can chew something, yeah, and like the the mm. the the um, what do you call it the the texture, yeah, adds to what makes a perfect burger. The flavor, the consistency, all these things, right? The heat, and Macca's try and hit it all because that's like they're so systemized they can do it. It's which, very scientific. When I say evil, it means that's why like they sell so many burgers, so. They, yeah, so there's a lot. But of isn't it funny that we've turned in a comp- turned a company into selling burgers as evil? I'm, I reckon if an alien came in and viewed it, they'd be like, "Who are the champs?" 
who have worked out this consistency. <laughs> but um, I, I was just going to say, I remember when I saw Super Size Me and I was just the the documentary. It would have been like 2006. Yeah, well, I haven't, I can't, haven't seen it. That's Michael Moore? No, that's no. Uh, Morgan Spurlock. Okay. And he, uh, oh, you've, haven't you seen it? Years and years ago. Give me the, give me the he eats, he eats McDonald's for a month. And he goes and gets those tests and he yes. has his blood. Yes, yes I, have, yes, I yes, remember yes. him in the doctor's thing. Yeah, They're yeah. saying, you've got to stop. He, um, I remember I was so fancy. I actually, it was around here. It was in Knox. I didn't even grow up in Knox, but I drove. I didn't drive because I was too young at that time. But um, my mum dropped us at Knox, I think, because it was a um, Cinema Europa film. Oh, yeah. I thought, like, I'd never seen an independent film in my life, I remember seeing that documentary and I was just blown away. It just, you got some donut burps. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But I was just blown away by it. It's, it's coming out. Um, when I, just before when we we're going to the, I had to go back to the car. Yeah. Because of the, um, my phone. Uh, I'd left my phone in the car, basically. Your, your car. And I, uh, I was trying to work out which one was your car. <laughs> I couldn't find it straight away. And it Do you re- not even know what brand my car is? I don't know how to say. Is it Hyundai or Hyundai? I say Hyundai. Hyundai. Okay. Oh, what a feeling. Hyundai. No, that's Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Mate, I'll fucking do what I want. I know you'll do what you want. But no, I... Um, Reminded me of the first time that I was. And I, the funny <laughs> thing is, you weren't even trying to be funny then, and you fucked it yeah, up. I was. Um, the no first time I was ever in the city as a kid. <laughs> first time I was ever in the city. Well, actually, when I was when I was eighteen, I had my driver's license. Yeah. It was November two thousand and eight, and I was doing some films. It was actually for someone who was running for Lord Mayor, and I. Um, you really you think that's really funny. It is pretty funny. <laughs> Can we just say that's so hard? <laughs> you, you jumped as well. You no. The, so um, I parked uh, in the city. Yeah. Uh, one of those like all day parking sort of garages. Yeah. Parked my car. Went. Oh, it was really. It was like a forty degree day. Got all my camera gear. I had like a Pelican case and had to you know walk to this specific location. Yeah. Anyway. Once the shoot was done, two hours later, went back to the uh, to the car park, yeah, and I couldn't find my ticket. Do you know what that means? If you don't find your ticket, well, if you don't find your parking ticket to be able to get set, out, there's a set fee, yeah, which is really annoying. It was like fifty-five dollars. That's annoying. Did you get like the early bird parking? Yeah, to- it was nowhere near. It was going to be. Co- yeah, was meaning. To- to cost me $55. That's so fucking annoying. The, I, I think I've talked about this, the old hack Wait, around the car hack? parking. At the, so at the Melbourne airport, it was being used, I think it got picked up to picked up on like probably 10 years ago, but um, people were parking in short term, like right near the, ga- right near the, the gates, the yeah. check-in, which you're only meant to be there for like a day or it's super, super expensive. Yeah. But there was no, um, people were saying they lost their tickets. Uh, and so then they'd get charged 55 bucks and they'd been there for a week. Oh, crazy. So he, yeah, I spoke to a few people that d- did it. They did like, you ever do it? No, no, no. I didn't have my license. <laughs> did I have my license then? No, I didn't have my license then. 
Well, I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't need to ever you go there. But until like now, there's more cameras and stuff. So this would have been before cameras, before the automated like number yeah. plate scans. I just paid the fifty five bucks, and it, it was spewing about it. So, but I I paid the money. I got my new ticket. And the guy felt, the security guy felt sorry for me. And I just said, oh, can you just show me where the lift is? Because yeah. I just, I need to um, go down, you know, one level. He says, we don't have a lift. I said, no, you do. Because I went in the lift uh, to come up. He said, no, we don't have a lift. It turns out I was at the wrong fucking <laughs> car park. So you bought so, the 50 Yeah, so I bought <gasps> the $55 ticket and... I'm in the wrong car park. Jesus. And I said, I, so I argued with him for a second. He said, no, it was definitely Wilson's on Flinders Lane. And he said, oh, we have five Wilson car parks on Flinders Lane. Oh, I had no idea about the city. So I had to then walk to every single Wilson's car park yeah. to try and, on Flinders Lane to try and find it. There's a similarity between being 18 years into life and 18 years fucking clueless. to the end of your life, <laughs> yeah. you're doing the same shit. Yeah. Losing your ticket, rocking up the wrong place. Dude, you you aren't one of the most observant people in that yeah. respect. Like not knowing what my like what my car and that kind of stuff. I, we were at your mum's place before. I was like, oh, is that spa got any water in it? What spa? Yeah. It's a complete jacuzzi, like elevated out of the ground. The funny thing is when you actually <laughs> said spa, I thought they're... Um, Pool must have had a spa built in. Ah, I Actually, see. that's thought. But even the funny thing is, that doesn't excuse the fact <laughs> that I couldn't see the spa. I never saw the spa. I just, I really, I don't observe that. Well, you, you that pick up things. on a lot, and it's probably more like people's actions and, and things that are being said and you store. Like, so you're observant and you hold information. I'm I'm the opposite. I walk in somewhere. I've already sort of marked the exits and like done a few checks and like thought about what that person's car was and where their keys. Like I do that kind of. That's my quirk. Yeah. Like uh, especially um, directions and things like that of where someone's house is. So I I kind of I, I, I that's my sort of observation and mm-hmm. then I shit goes over my head. But yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think it's a. Um it can be a quality that's good because you're not getting distracted by heaps of shit. Yeah, true. But also can be a little bit of a pain in the ass. Well, if you've got so – you're keeping space for something else. Mm. If we look at our brains, is it like our memory or this is a tank. It's yeah. like I'm filling it up with a bunch of stuff. Dumb shit. <laughs> but <laughs> I am also shit. doing the same. What was your version of this this shop here? What would you? Yeah. What, what did you go to as a kid? Yeah, so the, that's probably why I'm trying to explain this place because it, I didn't have this stuff. These aren't in – so the, the closest one is a place called uh, The Dendy, which was in Brighton. Was that the cinemas as well? So the cinemas. So, I, I mean, I, I was spoiled being able to go to Chapel Street, Mecca of uh, Melbourne. So you go to the Jam Factory. Capital, yeah. So there was the Jam Factory, which is different. It kind of just had <gasps> maybe one clothes shop and some – like the Pancake Parlour and all that stuff. Jam Factory. Just so uh, – do you know it was something that I just worked out? Yeah. Um, you know how I have Melbourne Geek, which has gone down for some reason. I need to work out what happened. My Melbourne Geek uh, email address gets a bunch of emails all the time, like PR requests and shit. But I haven't upped it like as me being like a tech journalist or yeah, some yeah, shit, yeah. tech blogger. I haven't uh, done anything with it in like probably seven years. 
Anyway, I just realized that I, I saw an email. I actually decided to open one of them and it was someone inviting me to like preview screenings of Robin Hood. Like they've oh, been sick. sending they've been sending me um, yeah, emails inviting me to all the preview screenings at Jam Factory. That's great. So this brings brings it back to the days of doing the stories for the rush hour. Yeah. Um, what I did was I, I didn't even have that. What I used to do was email people telling them that I was Tommy Jacket, roving <laughs> reporter from the rush hour, and I created a signature that had the logo of Triple M in there. What would you get out of it? What would you get? I would so my, I tried to get on PR lists yeah. that would send exactly what you're saying, yeah. and you didn't even you just had it just to, fell on. You didn't even ask them. Yeah. I was knocking on doors saying, "Can I? Hey." making friendships, trying to get on lists. Did it and work? So, yeah, yeah, 100%. Should we do that? I was thinking about with the Melbourne Geek, given I've got all this stuff, I was thinking maybe we email those people and say, hi, I'm now do a podcast. Great idea. Should we do maybe a movie, a fortnight or something, where you and I go to it and we do a, mm. I do a segment? Uh, I mean, it'd be do? great. Is that too much of a commitment? Here's the um, real-world problem for a, for a father... Going to the movies is the biggest luxury on earth. And we'll do it business hours because it's. <laughs> well, no, this is the thing. If it's a if preview screening, it's at night, and that would definitely bump into people we know. A hundred percent. They're all like uh, radio peeps. Definitely, but, are all on the email but maybe list. it's falling off a bit. Maybe that's why they're reaching out, sending people like you that they didn't actually know who they're talking to. I think that I'm just on a Melbourne bloggers. Should we do something with Melbourne Geek? Like it got me thinking. Is that worth – like there was a time where – Is it .com? Yeah, melbournegeek.com. It's a good domain. It's all right. Melbourne Melbournegeek.com. I mean, it pigeonholes you. But literally you can't even go there anymore. Like, I think I updated something on my server and it's a month ago it. and it's just brought it down. But all the stuff is so old on there. But if I re – like if I redid it – but then do I, I don't want to be Melbourne Geek anymore. But if we were to – but I would – do a segment on the daily talk show. Yeah. A regular thing. No, that's good. Um, but you're, you're saying that you're getting pushed back because you don't know if you'll be able to come. <laughs> well, if I here's the, here's the consideration that I have to make as a, as a parent. As a good dad. As a, as a good dad. <laughs> as a great dad. As a great dad. In fact, not good, great. As a great dad. The, the movie is something that I... We used to go quite a few movies mm. and drop... Stupid money. Well, the reason that I probably mentioned it is because I don't go to the like. I saw the Lady Gaga one. Oh, you did. The star you is that? star is born. No. Yeah. No, you were texting me in that film. No, I wasn't. No, we were texting. No. A hundred percent. We were texting. Ha- no, you were in that movie. I don't. Te- oh, but I wouldn't have responded. You fell asleep. You talked to me for a little bit, and then you fell asleep in the film. No. So if you're listening, you're in the PR. Whole- no. We will do a better review than <laughs> Josh. That did not happen. I did. I'm trying to think. I, I fall asleep in things, but I definitely didn't fall asleep. <laughs> but I, well, how about this as a compromise rather than you doing it? Uh, maybe that's something Bree and I could do. Yeah. And then uh, once a fortnight, Bree will come on yeah. with me and we can talk about the film. Yeah, love it. Yeah? Love it. Do we have a, Do we need a name? Bree and I need like the, the couple's... What's the um, famous uh, reviewers in Australia or like... Margaret and David. You're basically, it's the Margaret and David segment it's kind of with Bree and Josh. <laughs> I, I do like that you like a lot. That? Yeah, yeah. So we'll probably get sued, cease and desist. You need to stop that Margaret and David segment, please. We probably will. Um, 
uh, time to wrap up, but uh, can we cement this idea about the donuts? Fat Fridays. Okay. I think yep. it needs to be, because think about if we went to like a churros place, they'd yeah. be sick on a Friday. Uh-huh. So, um, Conspiracy Jimmy, he has Fat Fridays with his staff. Where, where do they, they just, go? They get Uber Eats oh. for lunch, and so they go, sometimes they get shitloads of Maccas, sometimes okay. they get pe- like a, he- a heap of pizzas. Okay. So they just blow out a bit. Okay, Fat Fridays, yep. it's a thing. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Where in Melbourne should we go? The lights are going off at Donut King. They're shutting down. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we could have people join us for Fat yeah, Friday. Where should we go? And I think that we could definitely set up a bit of a thing. Definitely. So that, why don't we, the first one, Russ Keys, um, uh, who listens to the to the show, yeah. uh, he was messaging saying we should catch up. We should do it on Friday and do Fat Fridays. And maybe we can go to the first one. Let's do Friday at Easy's yeah. on Easy Street. I like that. Easy's okay. Burgers. Yeah. Epic. In a train. It's elevator. not donut though. So, But Fat Fridays. Fat Fridays. Fat Fridays. It doesn't Fridays have to be donut. gives us a luxury. Yeah. Okay. We, we could go, do it from um, Mrs. Fields Cookies. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Fields is so good. Yeah. If you've got any suggestions though, send us an email. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Otherwise... Have a great weekend, everyone. Are you, guys. are you excited for your weekend, mate? Sorry, I couldn't hear that bit. I just said, are you excited for the weekend? It was a, it was a clear end where you said, see, guys. <laughs> I just felt like saying something else. Are you looking we, forward to the weekend? Uh, yeah, I am. But I think just some feedback on today's episode. If we're in a super, uh, uh, place like this, I need a pair of headphones. It's a bit, bit quiet. A bit, yeah, I can't hear yeah. you. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the show. Have a good one, guys. See Bye. You.